You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Welcome back to another episode of Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. I'm Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter F. It sure fucking is. Here we are. Yeah, man. (laughs) This F is for fuck it all. (laughs) Fucked up. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like. It is. It is all the things. Um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Tina B, this would be a good time to make your announcement. <laughs> oh, announcements. Uh, church announcements. Class announcements. Um, niggas in the back announcements. Listen, I'm sure that y'all all know that there was no episode last week. Um, it was not that we were out here partying too hard for the holiday. It wasn't that this was not a thing that we planned to prep for. You know us. We like to go and keep fucking going. However, episode E is lost to the wind. Um, True and Blue fans will know that this ain't even the first time this shit to happen. Exactly. So It'll be fine. Um, don't worry. We will, uh, much like the missing episode M from season one, we will definitely hit y'all with a bonus. But, um, yeah. We are just going to keep it moving, keep it rolling. And this is episode F. So apologize uh, to no one. We apologize to no one. Get the fuck out of here. We don't control that. I'm not apologizing. What the fuck are you apologizing for? We apologize to no fucking body. Moving on. Here's F. Congratulations. (laughs) The fuck? You know how many oh, other real life things we got to fucking do? Fuck this. That, that's all just what my F was for. No, there are no apologies. No apologies will be made on fucking today. Maybe tomorrow. Okay, Spark. So you there's good? that. You got some titties or what? I got titties. You got titties? Um, let's let's do titties. All right. Well, mm. titties. Um, no Anita Baker around this, this bitch. Uh, it's actually two sets. Uh, one being the marvelous Tracy Clayton and the other one being Heaven Nagatu, um, also known as the fabulous host of my favorite now archived podcast, which is Another Round with Heaven and Tracy. Um, I love them. They're fantastic. They do not do that podcast anymore, but it was the podcast that made me start listening to podcasts. So I felt like it was only right that they're, uh, their titties be properly honored as they are amazing. Tracy has gone on to host multiple different podcasts, including um, Strong Black Legends, and she has the back issue, a 90s one. I will listen to anything in which she is speaking. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I will listen to it. She's amazing. And then Heaven Now works on Deezus Samiro, another a favorite podcast of mine. She works on their Showtime show. And what's so crazy is I was thinking about how many people their show introduced me to who are now 
like themes like the first time I was introduced to Lizzo was on their show. Um, the first time I was introduced to Janelle James was on their show. And like it's it's crazy to think that this one show is like opened up to open me up to a bunch of different people that I otherwise would not have found. So or wouldn't have found as early as I did. I mean, there's no escaping Lizzo and there's about to be no escaping Janelle James now, but still. Um, <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to honor them. They're fantastic. Go find them on all things. Um, oh, also shout out to the fact that Tracy Clayton's handle is Brokey McPoverty, which she has not changed. And <laughs> she... I doubt that she's Brokey McPoverty now, but... You I never know, it. but I hope you're right. <laughs> I certainly hope Life so. is expensive. Yeah, Inflation really is a thing. And I'm assuming she lives somewhere like New York, so... Oh, yeah. So, it might still Maybe. be cool, But still, <laughs> shout out to her, <laughs> who I love. <laughs> and both of their things are wonderful. Shout out to them. Great, great. That's awesome. Yep. You might want to lean forward a little bit. Oh, there we go. That sounds a little bit better. Better? Yeah. We want them to hear all the wonderful things you got to say today. Oh, fantastic. You Um, go first? I mean, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your F? It is not. It's just working. It's just working. It's what it's doing. It is working for me. You know, what's strange is I feel like I'm supposed to do um, a taco today. And yeah, I just got a like there's a heavy taco in your taco spirit. Mm -hmm, But (laughs) okay, girl. Well, um, maybe sure. Maybe I'll. (laughs) You said okay, sure. (laughs) That may just be the tacos from last night doing things in my spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> with, all the, with all the tequila I mixed it with. So there's that. Um, my topic was literally developed about 45 minutes ago. I had a completely different topic. And mm. um, like all good holes, I stumbled into one. And I was like, I was getting ready. We were stupid. I was getting ready. And I, you know, you know how you, you know, habit, you pick up your phone, you get in Facebook or uh, Twitter or whatever, TikTok real quick, just out of habit. You open your phone, jump in an app, close it out real quick. Well, when I did that, I opened up Facebook and the very first thing I saw made me go fucking yikes and i said you know what okay there it is that's gonna be my topic so yikes i don't normally i don't know that we've ever actually done this um because this is just not that podcast and we probably don't do it because there are so many podcasts specifically uh you know, founded upon this theme. But today, because of this particular hole I found myself in, I'm I mean, like... I'm feeling real uncomfortable with you finding yourself in a hole. I'm it's a rabbit hole. It's not like an anal hole. Like... Okay. It's... I was going to say it's a good hole, but also anal holes. Not here to judge your kink. So no kink shaming. Do you? Butt plugs and all. Yikes. Um, But no, this shit here, boss. I don't even know who the fuck posted this shit 
on my timeline because I would have never in my life seen no shit like this. I don't normally have friends that post shit like this. So that's, how, I guess, how viral it went where, you know, six, six degrees of separation type shit happened. And I ended up seeing it. But I'm going to spend a lot of time reading directly from this fucker's um, post because this shit is unbelievable. It's unbelievable to the author of the post. So it's extremely and supremely unreal to somebody like myself and the other people in the comments like this shit is bizarre so i'm just gonna hop in here and then i'll I'll fill you in a little bit so this shit says my dad used to tell a story about coming across a family of four that had their throats cut in a car accident it was it always seemed like a really odd story the other day i was listening to a podcast about the Ketty cabin murders in april 1981 in northeastern Mm. california my dad was a well driller in oregon nevada and washington that year The Ketty Cabin murders involved the quadruple homicide of multiple family members in a cabin in a remote area and are the basis for the movie The Strangers. They were found with their throats cut. My father looks like the sketch of a man one of the surviving witnesses claimed to have seen. They also Wait, claimed, what? Hold on. They also claimed to see a big green van. My dad didn't drive a van, but you can see his big green blazer at the right of this photo of my mom taken in the fall of 1980. Whether he had anything to do with this, I don't know. But my parents were very, very bad people. So this guy, this is happening in real time, guys. So like as of what's today, June 6th, you can go on yeah. his post, his page and scroll down these posts. There's a bunch of them. So I'm going to continue uh, providing some more information. So on this particular post, he posted the sketch and posted three of his father's photos from that time. Dude looks exactly like the sketch. So. As I dug, because I'm like, okay, am I going to do this? Am I not? I got to get ready to go record this fucking show. I need to wash my ass. So how much time am I (laughs) devoting to this? Because this is right when I woke my kid up for school. Needless to say, her shirt wrinkled as hell because this got real good. (laughs) So I had to skip something and I decided it would be her. So um, as I continued, he posts the next post, right? And it says, the other day I posted the composite sketch of a suspect in the Ketty Cabin murders in 81 of April. The long-haired man looks a lot like my dad. The other composite sketch looks very similar to my dad's friend and boss at the time. Who we just learned once had a P.O. box in a town 60 miles away in remote northeastern California. He says, we're going to the police, obviously. But this seems so crazy that I have to use these posts to convince myself that I'm really looking at what I might be looking at. So now on this um this uh, collage of four photos, he has a sketch that somebody, you know, made up of his the guy that looks like his dad and a sketch of the other suspect. And he posted his dad's friend's photo. Both of them look like the guys in the sketch. So oh, I'm shit. like, OK, what the fuck? What are the Caddy Cabin murders? I'm not familiar. I don't do horror. This is not my bag. This is not a fucking true crime podcast because, <laughs> you know, we just don't get into the dealings of the devil. We try to avoid shit like that. The Bible say resist the devil and he will flee. We don't go knocking on doors. We ain't got no business opening. That's just not how we get down. 
But I have to say, there is this the investigative journalist part of me. Also, I am nosy and black. Like you just have to know. You gotta nosy know. You know, not only am I nosy and black, but I got a whole ass journalism degree. So it's doubly in me to have to know what the fuck is going on. So yeah, it's bad, bad, y'all. It, it is. Know, it's it's bad, bad, bad. And you know, I just oh my God, let me tell y'all, like, I got to know the details of a story, y'all. Like, I will die if y'all don't tell me <laughs> what the fuck happened and who these people are. So then I got on YouTube and I'm like, okay, what the fuck are the Caddy Cabin mur- murders? I ain't never even heard of this shit. So I looked this f- horrific. A gruesome ass crime that occurred in 1981 up and come to find out in this really small town um not only were four people murdered but like three of these motherfuckers was kids it was oh no yes it was a mom and three kids she had uh, gotten out of an abusive relationship with her husband divorced him left took the kids to this remote town where they were pretty much living in abject poverty um and they were in this cabin and um, it was like a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old, um, so a 3-year-old, a 5-year-old. It was a bunch of motherfuckers in the cabin, but not everybody got killed. Um, three, oh, my God. And so the daughter who was 12 at the time, one of the daughters who was 12 at the time, was staying next door in a cabin with a friend. Now, how none of these people heard this shit go down, I don't know. But so when she comes back the next day, she walks into her mama dead, her brother dead, and her friend dead and uh, a sister did I think and so they oh my god mm, or no a sister was missing I'm sorry and mind y'all I just found this shit out this morning so please fact check me don't like just believe the pastor when they read the scripture go look it up for yourself so um <laughs> I do not stand by any of this um <laughs> probably gonna mix some of these facts up way to go but uh, way to go. <laughs> so they come back so the girl is missing one of the uh, sisters is missing kind of find out uh, they on the third and I'm, I'm skipping around so bear with me so three years after the crime occurs on the anniversary of the crime the police in that uh, city that little small town get a phone call of the person saying where the missing girl's skull was three years later and they said that what made it eerie obviously was not just that they knew where the skull was like they stumbled upon it but they said Tina's skull you can find Tina's skull as such and such so obviously it was the what motherfucking the murderer yeah so here's the other part a couple cabins down um lived the father and his best friend who was a, a ex-con who had a son sleeping over in that same cabin who I think was like seven or something like that in the time. And he was in a room. He was friends with the other two little boys who were like three and five. So he, none of them got hurt. Not his little, not his son or the other two boys. But they said that basically they thought he was the guy who murdered everybody because um, he was married to a woman who befriended this woman who got out of an abusive relationship. And apparently she was trying to counsel the, his wife away from him. Oh, And so okay. it was kind of like okay, that. But, um, but, but the police in that area, they were everybody saying like they botched the investigation. They didn't, you know, they weren't thorough. These people got away because this was what, 35 some years ago. So I mean, yeah. So bringing it back to current to current time. So that that's that's the, my loose version of these these cabin killings. I mean, um, legally, legally, legally. Right, right. So 
this guy whose name is because y'all want y'all to go on this page okay because i want to talk about this with y'all this man and his facebook page is dusty like a dusty ass bitch d-u-s-t-y mckissen m-c capital k-i-s-s-e-n y'all get into this so um so check this out okay so he says that he does not have any memories before the age of eight now what do you think about that is that possible um, I mean, yes. I mean, trauma will cause you to just forget a thing. So, that, but this is why, and this is why he okay. So that tracks with what he's saying. He mm. believes he was held captive and automatic. He was fed by some automated something, is what he says, because he doesn't have any memories before the age of eight. And he thinks he has a twin who was killed and left in the landfill in Idaho. And I know this all sounds crazy, right? But this man has he got he backs his shit up with evidence. He got paperwork. So he says okay. he, he found some images and he said in 2006, his father told him that he had a twin at some point or, or and so he went off to find this twin. And, and in 2019, he said he a twin sister. He said he felt like she was dead. So he finds photos that look like him, but don't look like him. Um, he said he cut off his mullet at one point and his parents tried to pay him $500 to grow it back so that he would look like a girl. He at the age of eight was given a social security what? number. He at the age of eight he was given a social security number. He said for somebody that is not him. He said his legal name is not Dusty McKiss and he had a different name. But at the age of eight he was given this paperwork and social security number for this person. Um, yeah. and so some some other things uh added up. So he says when he started looking into his twin sister is when he is when he started seeing a pattern of people disappearing, coming up missing everywhere his parents went. His mother died in 2014, and he says she was a serial arsonist, not just because he saw the bitch light fires, but because she was actually arrested and convicted of a first-degree arson. So okay. he had a serial arsonist as a mother, and he said a serial killer, he believes, as his father, who was still alive. Um so and then, what, just like out? Like he just So loose? I think he got a little bit it seemed like he got some money, maybe not. I don't I don't know. He made a uh, comment about um you could get away with things when you're country club members, but I wasn't sure if that was about his father or about his wife's uh, people. Because again, this this gets even more interesting. Hold my beer. Wait, what? Uh, uh huh. So, um, let me so let me go on. So he posts more pictures and says his father resembled the Caddy Cabin killer his entire life, and he looks just like him. Even his most recent photos look disturbingly like this guy in this in this sketch. Um, okay. So he is putting together information to give to law enforcement and he made this big ass like um, a probably, you know, five foot, six foot board uh, filled with every photo he had between 1975 and 2018. And he placed it one by one next to the composite sketch. So it's it's rows of like what? Like it's about 75 photos, all of the same sketch. Mm. But each each photo is next to is a different picture of his father because he, he strongly believes that this has happened. So okay. um, what else happened? So, OK, then he's tying things together in terms of like how you know he how this could have happened and you know like in terms of uh, like transportation how did he get from one place to the to another he got a map trying to basically show how he moved seamlessly so he actually went to Caddy, california right and he went to the exact okay. spot of the cabin and took photos and videos which he posted and so i guess um 
people were asking him, like, you know, uh, how did he learn? Or uh, when he says one of the questions regarding his father's involvement in this case is how he would have learned of that lo- that particular location. And he said he didn't know until he went to Ketty um, that the crime scene is a train station or literally feet from a train station. And then he says a Union Pacific train station. Apparently, his grandfather, his father's father, worked for Union Pacific Railroad his entire life. So, not only did his grandfather work for Union Pacific Railroad, but his grandfather at that time took his father on the railroad all the time because it was free for families. And it led right to that location. So he says him and his dad, his dad and his dad's dad could have been coming there for years, which is how he even knew that place existed. He also said he believed his father played a role in the 2018 murder of his father-in-law, his wife's father. Wait, what? Yes, girl. Yes. Okay. What's happening right now? Yes. Um, A lot of motherfucking murder. A lot of murder. Motherfuckers is murdered. So. (laughs) Okay. Um. So, yes. So he so they she I guess at first they weren't going to put this part out because it's, you know, her life and not his. Mm -hmm. But because Mm -hmm. it's his father who he believes is involved in some way, not directly killing him. He he he's not sure, but he basically posted all of the evidence that he had. And so that that is a little more um, complicated. But basically, he says on the morning of June 10th, 2018, he received a call from his mother-in-law that his father-in-law had allegedly committed suicide. So oh, no, that's how they, that's what that's, be, you know, that's always the time. one. Right. That remind me of the Miss Americas that have recently in quotes committed suicide when we all know. Mm, OK, something yeah. something fishy going on. But they black women. So are they really going to investigate properly? Probably not. Um. No. So the first responders found him in his garage with a kitchen knife five inches deep in his neck. How the fuck? Who? If you're going to kill yourself, most people going to do it quick. Blow their brains out or hang. Yeah. And, you know, it ain't really quick to, to hang yourself. But those are pretty much the common ways. You know, you're going to hang yourself or you're going to shoot yourself in the head. Most or people don't in, stab themselves. In car with it, right. Oh, right. Most people don't don't stab themselves in the neck with a kitchen knife. <laughs> Nobody stabs themselves in the neck with a kitchen knife. Check this out. This is how I die. Check this out. He allegedly stabbed himself in the throat so fucking hard, he broke two vertebrae. You can't actually do that. Like, that's not a thing that you can actually do. Like, I don't think your arms even work that way. Don't quote me. Right, right. I don't think the mechanics... So he said he shared that information with officers around the country, and they laughed. Like, are you serious? That's what they said? That's that's ridiculous. So he said the knife in his throat was also twisted. Um, Then he goes on to say about 30 minutes later, his dad called and asked him if everything was okay, which he said he had a knack for doing. So at the time, it didn't raise suspicions. He said he told him Mm -hmm. that um, his father-in-law, Mark, had died. So he said his dad immediately offered to fly in from uh, to uh, from Edmonton, Canada to Arizona because he also spent a lot of time in Canada. And now you got people on the page bringing up abductions of women where he matches sketches in fucking Canada because he spent Holy time shit. in Canada. Mm-hmm. So so at the time, so he let him come or whatever to help out with the kids and his mother in law. So he says, we now know based on his father's bank statement that he obtained in 2018 and 2019 and the statements of his uh, then living partner that he was already in Arizona when he called him pretending to be in Edmonton. He has audio of his partner confirming this. 
And, yeah. he, and he dropped that in the comments. So y'all go ahead, go on over there and look. So then he said, um, once he purchased the ticket, he drove the 1,500 miles to Canada and got on a plane and flew to Phoenix where he met him at the airport. Um, okay. So then he says, uh, as far as he knew, his mother, the in-laws got along. But some shit happened and the piss his mother-in-law or his in-law's pastor called him and told him his father was not invited to the funeral because of some bad history. So some shit Wait, had went what? down that he don't even know about. He said, um, at first his mother-in-law was cool with the dad coming. Then some shit popped off and he said, the pastor called and said he couldn't come. Um, how the pastor get involved in this? I don't know. I, I don't know. He said the past, and he made very clearly said the pastor don't have, not, not have anything to do with like the killing or anything like that. But he just called him to tell him that his dad could not come. Um, but he he said he warned uh, his father in law about his dad because he was on meth at one point, and when he was high, he told his he told him the author of this post that because of his father-in-law mark helping him he realized his true identity that he was the second coming so it was at that point that he turned he told mark stop talking to this nigga be cautious around him stop trying to help this nigga he outside his fucking mind and i think he is serial killer so um (laughs) wait wait okay okay i need i need some first of all i need a break (laughs) i just need a a quick pause because you you throw the lie at me but more importantly i just need some clarifications on that so his father-in-law called dusty and said he thinks that dusty's father is the second coming no okay i'm sorry no 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 his dusty's father got high on meth and told dusty that Mm -hmm. he that thanks to his father-in-law Thanks to Dusty's father-in-law, Mark, trying to help him and counsel him, he realized that he himself is the second coming. Gotcha. And it was at that point that Dusty told Mark, be leery of this nigga. He on some other <laughs> shit. Okay. Okay. Stop trying right. to counsel I'll- him because it's not working. Okay. All cut up now. Good. I-, I hope you guys all took a break because what yes so so get into this post right because he has audio audio proof so he says regarding motives i will not speculate on my mother-in-law but she sounds shady as fuck too he says i will only say that i will provide recordings of conversations she had with my son who is quite the detective on this so the grandson secretly uh recorded his grandmother on his own apparently saying shady shit so dustin's son yep Okay. His name is Dillinger. Right. Dillinger. Dillinger has recorded, has secretly recorded his grandmother. That's how he even got this audio. And in this audio, she discusses in they in quotes the positive economic circumstances she found herself in after her husband's uh untimely demise. Or timely. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Saucy. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so. That happened. The, the the pastor called and he says my mother-in-law never confirmed what it meant when the pastor said he was her, his father was not welcome because he and my mother-in-law had a in quotes history. Sound like they might have been fucking and killed this nigga. I don't know. Yeah. Um I mean, that's where I went immediately. Right. You said she was glad her husband was dead. Basically. So yeah. 
on the he says on the afternoon of the 12th, he dropped his wife Megan and the kids off at her parents' house in Prescott, Arizona. He picked his dad up at the airport. On his dad's left arm, he had a nasty slash that looked like it was made by a razor. He, he got a picture of it. The slash can be seen in the photo, which it was because I saw it. So then he says, why is this significant? Because police found a razor blade beneath my father-in-law's back at the scene that wasn't used on Mark. We believe that weapon was used defensively and caused the slash on my dad's arm. Unfortunately, police destroyed the razor blade before we made this connection. Wait, why? What? It sounds like the police are dropping the ball everywhere, right? So he says, when I saw the cut, I offered to take him to urgent care. He refused. That day, Megan's brother, also named Dustin, told us to bring my dad over on the 13th. We thought it had all been a misunderstanding and brought him over. But there was obviously a huge problem between my mother-in-law and dad. That day, my dad went out to the garage where Mark was found, worked on something for a few hours, then took our rental car and disappeared. When he returned, he informed me that he wasn't (laughs) staying for the funeral. And I needed to drop him off at a Circle K in Wickenburg, Arizona. I dropped him off alone in front of the store. I didn't see him for another three years. And by that time, all this had started. The following month, I told my dad we didn't think Mark committed suicide. At that point, my dad changed his phone number and went on an insane trip to Northern California and the Keddy area. There he got caught bathing in a pond on private property and was allegedly chased away. He finally arrived at my brother's days later, and my brother's days later, believing he had been chased the whole time. So this was another. So he basically owes. This was not a suicide, you know. And, and so he posts in. Right. He posts evidence in this actual post. He says he uh, he posted a date stamp photo of his dad on June 12, 2018. A zoom in of the cut. Images from the police report regarding his wound and the razor blade. The autopsy cover page mentioning the fractures to his vertebrae. A photo of the pond at the entrance to the Keddy Resort. We don't know if my dad was bathing in this pond. In, in 2018 July, but we know he was bathing on a pond on private property before he panic fled and believed someone was following him. I can't prove it, but I believe this is the pond he was talking about. Audio of his mother-in-law relaying a discussion to a son about uh, about to Dillinger between her and her son about how to explain the razor blade to police. Did you hear that? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, the mother-in-law got his own is on audio telling how to explain the uh, the razor blade. The razor blade. Audio of my mother-in-law talking about her financial well-being after Mark's death with our son. And audio of my mother-in-law talking about how she took advantage of my father-in-law's genuine struggles, which we believe believe are tied to the nature of his relationship with my dad to learn more about his 401k and life insurance. That is an aside murder. That ain't even his dad's direct murders. He has more evidence of the actual Keddy Cabin murders and other potential murders that his father may have done. Okay. Okay. This this is a lot. Yeah, okay. girl. Yes. And, and is, so last. So hold on. So lastly, because I'm not. We ain't got the time. But I. I ain't gonna go into all of it. But this one. This one is the one that did it for me. Right. So. Okay. And, and I actually read this first because you know how Facebook works. It's most recent at the top. So I kind of mm-hmm. read this backwards. Okay. So, and, and this is the post that made me find all of the information. So this was posted okay. two days ago. Obviously, this has been a tough week, so I decided to do something about it. For years, my dad kept a trailer full of, in quotes, family keepsakes in the desert west of Phoenix that he would not let us see. Last night, in the middle of the night, I located his trailer. Using my bare hands, I ripped a hole in the wall large enough for me to fit through. 
Inside, I discovered a small black bag hidden inside a larger bag of garbage. Inside the bag were the following items. He has pictures of every single one of these if y'all want to do this with me. A set of teeth. I don't. A set of teeth. <laughs> a set of teeth. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. An athletic protective cup. Eight cell phones ranging from the 1990s to relatively recently. A map of the Western United States. A travel book of Idaho. A book on how to learn Arabic quickly. Eight medical textbooks. Boxes associated with those phones. It's a serial killer kit, he writes. Please share this and, and comment. This video provides context and history. Like, this shit is so fucking wild. And so what he said was, and I found this on YouTube because, again, y'all, I'm in a rabbit hole. So mm-hmm. I, I, type, I, Facebook wasn't giving me enough, it, it quick enough. So I went over to YouTube because I wanted to find a video of him talking. So Dusty has a video on YouTube that he actually just created two days ago. And it says, Happy Father's Day, Serial Killer. And Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. it's wild. And so the teeth actually um, belong to him. It's a set of dentures. I thought they were somebody else's, like a souvenir. They are actually yeah. his father's. And he said that he lost a tooth, but they look like they are in pristine condi- condition. And as a person with grandparents, I know dentures ain't cheap. These mm-hmm. these dentures look like they brand new. He told okay. him, though, that um, he lost a tooth or something like that, and he replaced it with a coyote's tooth. And so he said, I don't know if he replaced it with a coyote's tooth or not, or if it's teeth from somebody else. He said, but these teeth right here are in excellent condition. And without them, my father looks extremely different. So he said he's always changing his appearance. Oh, like a serial killer? Like a fucking serial killer, girl. Yes. So those are just a few of the things that I discovered. But fucking yikes, y'all. Like, oh, my God. Can you even imagine can you imagine your parent discovering your parent is responsible, might be responsible for feigned killings that that inspired a whole horror film? Like that is wild. This is this is a lot. <laughs> this is not what I expected. Uh especially as early as we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, girl. This is a lot. That's, it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot. It is a lot. And wait till y'all get on his page and look at these sketches, y'all. Like, y'all gonna see how closely these sketches match his father. But see, what I think is interesting is the fact that seemingly the people that live in Ketty are not focusing on him or at least not yet anyway um the people who were sheriffs back then in 1981 when the murder occurred obviously are retired they have new people and in one of the videos i found a um, buzzfeed true crime youtube video where they were actually exploring this and so they went there and met with the new sheriff who was a kid at the time and knew it and he said you know obviously knew about it because this is a small super small town so he said the six of the people are still alive um, multiple suspects are still alive and mm-hmm, and he is taking it upon himself to figure out what happened so the one daughter who discovered her whole family murdered minus the two little brothers in the back bedroom 
is mm-hmm. is actively working with police because she's still alive. And so she says she feels like in the last three years, they have done more than, than the sheriffs in the last 32 years. So even to the point where two doors down, um, like the guy told you, the Smart family um, of the, the little boy, Justice Smart, who wasn't harmed. He was a friend sleeping over and they suspect his father and his father's ex-con friend of killing him. Um, right. He... When you when they went to open up the evidence collected, the new sheriff, he discovered that the dad sent a letter basically to the ex-wife because um, he fled right after that. Him and his friend went to Nevada right after they got killed. They went to okay. Reno. He sent a letter back and they said it's supposed to be his handwriting basically saying, but there was no handwriting analysis done. They just assumed it was his saying, I killed okay. four people for you. What else do you want me to do? Oh, yikes. So he sent a letter saying that he did it. A therapist said that he confessed in therapy that he did it. Um, But then you got this whole case over here with this guy. Right. Right. Who looks more like the sketch than the two people that are saying that they might have done it. So, yeah. So so you got two different you got two different families from two different places possibly committing these murders. Okay. He okay, has definitely cool. committed some murders. I don't know if he committed those murders, but the mm-hmm. eyewitness, the one person that survived that girl, um said this gave him this gave the description of him. Yeah, uh, that's the real that's the real issue is like I would have to see the sketch compared to the the guy and his friend who left to Nevada and this guy's daddy. Like, I need to see all three together. Yeah, we're going to post it. We're going to post it to the page, but yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, and this is happening in real time, so lucky for y'all. Yeah. It's all happening, so <laughs> get on So board. when you, literally, when this drops, when this drops uh, tomorrow, y'all can literally get on after work when the kid's in the bed and, and, <laughs> and go down this rabbit hole. And y'all, it's mind-blowing. That's crazy. The The real problem that I have with stuff like this, though, is, I mean, obviously murder is bad. People, innocent yes, people die. Yes, that goes without yada, saying. Yada, yada. Yes. Okay, that, that's a given. Okay, I'm not a monster. <laughs> but the real problem I have immediately after that is the fact that this is the shit that white people yes, girl. do. Yes. And then move feel free to move about the fucking cabin yeah go go do whatever yeah and there's so much hyper focus on the otherness of black people that you niggas miss real yeah yeah because this ain't it, it, this is this a this a non-nigga story ain't a non-nigga in this story <laughs> it's not a one and it's not a it's 17 people dead them. yeah it ain't nobody looking for no, literally nobody is even looking for this man if it wasn't for his kid um, right. just being a decent person, nobody would even know, know about this. Right. That is the thing that What's crazy though on his okay. page, he calls these people his origin family. <laughs> 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 He's like, not the family I created with my wife and my right. wonderful kids. This, my origin family, then people are fucking nuts. <laughs> what I'm saying but, is Oh, oh, but God is the is also the answer. He has a relationship with God. He got baptism, his son being baptized on his page and he seems to be relatively balanced considering the, the life he grew up in. I mean, that's that and 
in and of itself is a miraculous thing. But while everybody is overly consumed with what's happened with Young Thug and the rest of these people in this Rico case, um, (laughs) can we also focus on this man that's been a serial killer since the fucking 80s? Since the 80s, girl, yeah. And I guarantee like, you he didn't kill somebody in in Canada. The Canadians are in an uproar right now on them, on them pages. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Canadians don't roll like that. My understanding is they are very nice to each other. Right, right. <laughs> nah, they, they like, you mean to tell me you brought your American ass over here and murdered us and went back and across that border? Murdered us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they not happy with the murders. <laughs> this shit is insane. It is insane. It's a wildly insane. Just as this wild not, as watermelon on the Cat Juneteenth menu. Day. I just want to put that out there. Yep. My shit is crazy. Now, now I got shit to do today. And it involves solving a murder. Because <laughs> <laughs> black women. <laughs> yeah, Didn't so he said. My agenda, and, and, let me write it down. And, and Dusty said he got more evidence coming that he's going to post more things to say. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, you know, get into it. I might, I might give some updates. Your murderous family, uh, lucrative for you Right, right, exactly. That's what I thought. Like, damn, my daddy just an asshole, but he ain't no killer, as far as I know. No serial killer, I should say. As far as you know. As far as I know, though, yeah, yeah. Do some digging. (laughs) <laughs> figure it out <laughs> with what time sis I'm a black woman well, I ain't got time to cover no damn murder <laughs> like <laughs> I mean fair enough we barely got time to do this shit exactly right <laughs> exactly but yeah that's my F y'all fucking yikes <laughs> fucking yikes indeed my word what a time all right so let's have the palate cleanser that apparently is my time. <laughs> yeah. Before Warren also involves blood. <laughs> does it really? Huh? Does it really? Yeah, it does. Oh wow. Yep. Um, so my topic is uh fuck these ovaries. Oh, yes, amen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Say, let it wash over you like a cool breeze, okay? Yes, ma'am. Fuck them bitches. Fuck them, fuck them, and fuck them. Also, as an aside, as a bonus fuck off, is the people that don't have them policing them, okay? Yes. I don't know if I have enough yes. time to get to that shit or not. But we gonna start with just the ovaries themselves because I do got them. And these motherfuckers betray me constantly. <laughs> okay? We supposed to be in this shit together. We have been here since the beginning. And yet, and yet, you're my mortal enemy at this point. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's plenty of people very happy about their procreation goals. There's plenty of people very sad about it. This is not to be insensitive to any of these parties. This is just me ranting. <laughs> okay? Which you've come to know and love. Um, or at least be entertained by. Um, about being having to be forcibly crazy in a way that is just not describable enough. Like, 
from start to finish, this has been bullshit. Is what I want to. <laughs> I want people to know. Yeah. Like from start to fucking finish. Do you think I want to randomly be completely unaware of why I need to eat everything in my refrigerator? Do you think that's monetarily sound for me? No, girl. Not. not not in these times. Not. Do you think I want to randomly be enraged by the smallest inconvenience? Only to then question, am I a psychopath? <laughs> Look at my calendar and realize, no, these hormones are the problem mm-hmm. on today. Mm-hmm. And for me and lots of other people, it's also wildly irregular and unpredictable. I know that's not everybody, but for me, it's an unpredictable mess over here because I have irregular cycles. So it's mm, a surprise mm, mm, every time. New ad surprise, surprise, laugh and bleed. Surprise, cough and bleed. <laughs> <laughs> New added surprise um, is that post 30, my symptoms are the exact same symptoms as if. Um, as if I was in fact pregnant, so nausea, headache, yeah. tender breasts, right? You know, so I could either be explicitly not pregnant or pregnant. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Oh, Every God. fucking time. I'm tired of it. Second thing, I'm tired. So I'm tired of feeling these things, okay? Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Fuck it all. Okay. Second thing I'm tired of. I'm tired of having to exist in a world like this shit is not fucking happening. That shit is fucking exhausting as well. I wake up good old fashioned day one, day two cramps and everybody who's had them knows what those are. Okay. They're the worst. They're terrible. Some studies show the pain is worse than a heart attack. Mm -hmm. That's a real study. Y'all niggas go find it. I'm not going to do your research for you, but I know it exists because I read it. (laughs) Um, So this heart attack level pay, I am supposed to wake up, put on clothes the same, go to work, parent children, exist in the world as if I'm not in a constant state of heart attack level pay. If a person was having a heart attack, would you expect them to fucking go to the grocery store and make dinner for your goddamn kids? Nope. Or would you expect them to go lay down? Listen, if me and had periods, we have days off a long time ago. All I want is a solid... I don't even need... What's so crazy is the resilience of an actual woman is I don't even need all five days Mm-mm. or five to seven days Mm-mm. off. Just give me the three give me first three. Yeah, give me the first three, or or give me the first three, or two through four, or two through four, whatever it is. Yeah, just give me them. Okay, I can power through the light flow days when the sun comes out again. Right when spring is on the horizon, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's, it's no longer winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer winter. Yep. Shout out. <laughs> to Sailor J yes. and her very informative piece. Check out her Patreon because, oh, chef's kiss. Fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but yes, I I am truly 
100% over it. I think that there's just like small things that we can do to make this better. Outside of making period products absolutely free because you guys monetizing yep. a thing that just happens to me. It's, it's also, a, it's also radical bullshit. Radical <laughs> bullshit. That is my... I'm going to get out here with the... I've been wanting y'all to subsidize fucking menstrual products since I was nine and had a period. This is absolute garbage. Why am I paying for this? Condoms should be free. Period shit should be free. Like, that is wild. Yes, it is insane. As wild as watermelon on a Juneteenth menu. That shit is crazy. Which you know there is. And yeah, it was a cack menu at the Indianapolis Children's Museum. Oh no! Yeah, they put they had a watermelon salad package on there. They didn't been dragged by all the social media. They pulled that shit from the cafeteria. Oh shit! <sighs> but anywho, continue. <laughs> oh, this world is a mess for all the reasons. Anyway, back to this particular reason. And being you know um, stabbed in your pelvic region for seven days exactly like put my pelvis in a like i'm literally cramping now with nausea head as you as we speak like i i can't even my rage will not be properly conveyed through audio like i want to slap somebody exactly and what did you do today you still took your baby to school you got to to here to do this shit okay (laughs) and did a beautiful expose on a true kind podcast. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Okay? Fuck everybody. <laughs> Every single soul. Listen, this is the thing. This is the problem I have. Okay. You can make small changes and make this shit better. Little shit can make this shit better. If I, as soon as I come of age, whatever wonderful time that is in a young girl's life, bullshit. Okay? The care package that I should receive is my free card for free menstrual product. Yep. And a pin that I get to wear. I don't care what's on the pin. Put, I don't know, put Wonder Woman on it. Put whatever you want on it. But give me this pin. Then I can put this pin on, <laughs> go outside, and everybody should know not to fucking talk to I me. didn't know that you meant, like, when you started, I didn't know you meant P-I-N. I thought you meant P-E-N. And I'm like, yes, to stab people with. I'm a, this is why we don't do true crime, y'all. This, this I ain't got... Also... Yeah, I'm feeling real stabby to today. Package, both those things now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely like, yes, yeah, stab them because I'm on my period. But yes, P-I-N, I'm here for it. Give me a pen to wear so y'all, like she said, y'all go away. Exactly. Yep, I like it. Just leave me alone. Matter of fact, can we just, let's just do that. Let's just make pins. I think that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to just, I'm going to make them. You're right. I'm going to make these pins and then y'all can just wear them. And because all of society is not as on board or don't know (laughs) about it yet, we'll say explicitly, I'm bleeding. Don't talk to me. And that should be as simple as that. I want a cartoon uterus, and, and I wanted to just say, go away on my pen. Ooh, I like that. I do. I enjoy. I really do. Um, but it should be something. You know who had this shit right? You know what group of people had this shit right? The Indians? Yes, they did. I mean, I'm sorry. Native American. <laughs> the Native American. I'm American. My bad. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta apologize. That's how I feel every time somebody has a very elaborate name 
and it's gorgeous and I can't pronounce it because of my stupid American tongue. Like I have a stupid American tongue and a stupid American brain and I'm very sorry that my mouth my is not moving away American to appropriately tongue. call you by name. <laughs> I am so sorry. I apologize in advance right now for everybody's name that I haven't said and everybody's name that I will try to say in the future. That's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway... Yes, the Native Americans called it moon time because it follows the cycle of the moon. And you know what happened is their women would go away from the whole tribe and just menstruate in fucking peace. And when I first learned this, I was a very young child and I had not had this befall me just yet. So I didn't understand. I'm like, that's kind of messed up. They're just shutting all their women randomly and then it started at 12 and i'm like y'all just sending them out into the woods i get it now yep Since i want to go to the woods i've been looking at the cabins all my oh not the caddy cabin but i've been looking at cabins no. all week <laughs> now after exactly. that shit i might rethink to stay in a hotel somewhere <laughs> i mean yeah just give me a nice luxury hotel and we can go glamping spa yeah i'll do Something. the glamping but uh something yeah we just want to go out and be left the fuck alone and and bleed communally and like again be left alone i just i just want to say in closing because there's nothing else to really say we can get into we've got are you gonna close already (laughs) but in closing (laughs) fuck these ovaries fuck these niggas that don't have them fuck the niggas that want to police them fuck everything Mm. Because right now, especially you would never fuck even know the people that want to police them. Like my reproductive rights are my own, and go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. So there's that. There's that. Yeah, on the record, y'all all know where we stand on it, but I'm not getting into it today. Maybe another day, because it deserves multiple days. Because guess what? I got to do for multiple days for the rest of my reproductive years. Right. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, that's my F. Um, it was a wonderful time. Had a great time. <laughs> wow. It was not a long time, but I had a great time. <laughs> you, you don't have anything else you want to say? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was serious, y'all. Fuck these ovaries. I was just, you know quick in and out i feel like this episode has a lot going oh wait on hold already. on can i comment one one more thing on your on your topic because mm-hmm. you and i have discussed this before and it needs to be said publicly the other mm-hmm. reason that it is extremely ridiculously stupid is because not only are the supplies you need not free not only do you mm-hmm. have to endure you know all this pain in a multitude of ways and still be expected to operate typically mm-hmm. also you are fucking horny oh yeah and yeah. can't do shit yeah i mean you in. know you could but meh so yeah, i mean it's not oh like, y'all see my growth y'all remember in season one when i was like yeah a period don't stop shit but a sentence now what a couple years later i'm like y'all i'm tired and i don't want that bath no 
Exactly. I don't want to have to clean it up. I'm sorry. We'll just wait. But nevertheless, I'm still horny at this moment. Mm -hmm. Biologically, I cannot control this. I want to, I have cramps, a headache, I'm bleeding, and I want to fuck. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Suck your dick? You don't deserve dick sucking while I'm on my period. You don't. I actually had a nigga say that to me. Said that blood week is... Oh yeah! Oh, like, I've had him say. I had a dude say that too. Yeah, he said that and shit I too. That. I like. I wanted to punch him in the dick. Like, now, what are I you know? gonna do? I should have, but I was in the middle of bleeding. In the... This is where we were. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and his response was because I just this was a general conversation. It wasn't even about me. But I'm like, so what are you? What are you expecting? Like, what are you gonna do for her if she's sucking your dick? He's like, oh man, you can suck on some titties. Do you understand that also don't no. most women don't want to be touched because they have breast tenderness, as you yeah. stated? Exactly. Like, leave my person alone. Yeah. And don't leave expect things alone. of me. Matter of fact, go buy me ice cream. Go buy me, go buy me my cold stone that I want and wine, yep. whatever other my corned beef sandwich that I eat monthly. My one monthly corned beef sandwich. Oh my God. That's how I am about hamburgers now. Like random. I just Whenever I, because I really don't eat beef like that. Yeah, I don't either. But, Not anymore. But yeah. once a month, I want a fucking corned beef sandwich. And I think it was you. It was either you or my other BFF who pointed out the iron that I was looking for. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. That's what your body is doing. Which made all the sense. So I'm just like, maybe I'll just take a supplement. <laughs> I also think it's bullshit that after you have children... Or whenever you decide you're done, like you should be able to just like send a notice to your uterus, like, hey, yeah, we've I, done a thing. I'm, I'm straight on this, and then that should be it. That was very like, seriously oh, let's shut down the factory because you're done. Considering treating myself to um, a tubal ligation for my birthday. Ooh, I support that. Yeah, I'm, I'm seriously considering that shit because I, I'm too old to be like, oh my god, am I pregnant? Like, I, you know, shout out to people who are, mm-hmm. you know, our age and still want children and still believing for children. We are supportive. We stand with you and all that. Oh yeah. I don't want no more kids coming out my person. Now, if mm-hmm. he bring, if I get with a guy that bring me some children, that's something different. If it's pressed yeah. upon my heart to adopt or foster or whatever, cool. Because mm-hmm. I genuinely want a little boy. Like, I want to be that loud-ass parent at a football game. I so envy y'all, boy moms, who just get to, like, be loud and, and cheer on your kid. I'm that way with mm-hmm. soccer, but I feel like my kid is going to be, like, in art competitions. And if y'all think I ain't going to be loud in that, then you really don't fucking know me. I was about to but, say, uh, <laughs> I am coming. I will not be silent. <laughs> to an art competition, like, come look at this art. Right, this art, right. <laughs> but at the same time, I want a shirt that say JJ's football mama. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... I want to be a fun. Want to be a sports mom. So you want to be JJ's All Star team? Yeah, I do. I want one of the shirts. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I want to be a part of that village for that boy. He just ain't coming out my person. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I feel like that's fair. You I feel know, like that's a fair I, thing. I'm I'm ready to sew this thing on up. I can't. I can't do this. Mm-mm. Shoot the club up and nothing happened. Like yeah. everybody just goes That's home. Go. <laughs> yeah. And you know, a uterus is fucking relentless. You know the fact that you can go tie these tubes and if your body said, nah girl, we gonna do it anyway. It is possible. It's so possible. Vasectomies are easy, reversible. You know and what? And then they're going to classify more. my death as an alleged suicide when I pay you to stab me <laughs> in my neck. Because the fuck? I'm going to own up to that one. Like, <laughs> the <want."> fuck? <laughs> you want me to die, Jesus. Just say that. <laughs> 
Like, I'm just saying. We ain't got to go through that. I'm just saying, in principle, I don't think that's what'll happen. With bitch, I'll take a long walk off a short bridge. I wish the fuck I would. Like, nah. Mm-mm. Long walk off a short bridge. I ain't no fucking way. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. What you got? You got but a yeah. life hack? I do. Um, my life hack goes pairs very well with my topic in the fact that there are humans that are out here thinking that they can tell me what the fuck to do with my ovaries. And unfortunately, the way this system is set up, it requires you to at least try to vote. Now, I understand that that is a thing. Okay? I understand everybody's got fucking feelings about it. I got feelings about it, too. I don't care. All right? Midterms are coming up. Republicans are getting ready to steal it back. It's gonna be... I fucking hope so, nigga. These gas prices high as hell. (laughs) Right? Trump 24, nigga. (laughs) And I guarantee you they drop December 1st. Um right after the elections, right after they get controlled, they are intentionally leaving shit bad because they are not in control, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I don't know that any of your voting efforts will stop that. What I'm saying is, don't be complaining about it. We've said this multiple times again. Me voting gives me the right to complain, and that's the goal. Yeah. So, if you need help with that, because I just moved to a new place, and I don't know none of these niggas over here. I know niggas at home, but I don't know nobody here. So my life hack is if you don't even know what to do, go to Ballotpedia, like Wikipedia, but ballot first. Um, type in your address and they will tell you everybody that's on your ballot. That's dope. Make it much, much simpler. Narrow it down. I don't care how you figure it out. Find the Democrats. Find whether or not they got a website. I found somebody running for where, running for me or doesn't even have a website with his face on it. Guess who ain't getting my vote? Wow. Yeah, crazy. I found it on Ballotpedia. Primaries are coming up. Try your level best. And then when it it don't work, feel confident in your bitching. Because that's what I'm doing. That's the life hack. Go to Ballotpedia. I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but it bears repeating. No, that's a good one. Yeah, honestly, you need to mention that like literally every election season. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that was the time. It's that time again, motherfuckers. Yep. Yep. That's my life hack. What about you, dear? All right. Well, mine is equally as helpful. Oh, cool. Look at us genuinely helping y'all today. Um, I found this on Pinterest. I have no idea what the fuck I was looking for, but I screenshot (laughs) this because I feel like somebody might need to know this. That somebody is me. Um, so it says copy. The whole job description. Paste it at the end of your resume. Change the letters to white so they blend with the page. Save oh, as shit. PDF so they can't go in and see what you did. Now your name is lighting up on the recruiter's list because your resume got all the keywords. Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's that's low-key helpful as shit. Oh, that's genius. I'm I'm impressed. It's very rare that a life hack fucking impresses me, but I'm fucking impressed. (laughs) Y'all need to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I'm definitely I'm definitely doing that. So yeah. Yep. 
Oh man, there you go. Hiring like normal, they only hiring off the internet. Yeah, they only care about keywords. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that way you got all the keywords. They can't see them. It's a PDF. It's locked. They can't. They can't edit your shit and see what happened. Yep. Oh, they gonna be disappointed as fuck when they open it. <laughs> this nigga ain't got no experience. <laughs> Yep, I gotta. Stop. I should probably stop applying to be a Delta pilot. It's probably not gonna happen. But mm-hmm. um, yes, please stop it. I mean, listen. Anytime they hire you as a lifeguard and don't see if you can swim, I mean, I feel like I can do anything. I really, really would like us to revisit you not sharing that anymore. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Yay, we made it. It's the end. No jail time. No jail time. Yay. Wow. Yeah, we made it, y'all. Here we are. <laughs> Y'all go dig up that uh, that Ketty crib shit. Jesus Christ. Um, Welcome to the end of the episode. because We're going to get the fuck up out of here. Okay? We are. We are. <laughs> um, This episode has been brought to you by the letter F and the wonderful titties of Heaven and Tracy. Yay. Follow them on all the things. They're amazing. Follow us on all the things. We're amazing. Um, You can find... <laughs> you can find episodes like this one and most of the other episodes uh, when we have them on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. While you're on iTunes, leave us, a, leave us a rating. But here's the thing. Five stars and five stars only. If you would like to rate us anything else, you can 100% keep that shit. Keep that shit. We do not want it. We don't need it. Share, share, share. Holler at us on the Nacho Cart, which is a Facebook page. Come over there. We're going to be talking about this shit for a while. And until next week. Eat some titties? Eat some tacos. <laughs> what? Eat some tacos. Eat some Rub tacos. Some Rub some titties. There it is. Eat some tacos. <laughs> Rub some titties. And we'll see you next week. Talk bye, to y'all. Bye. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.